Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. The old model was you post a position Mm -hmm. and you pray for the right applicant and then you interview. That day is dead and done. A lot of us parents have in our head, I want my kid to go to college. I want him to go to a four-year school. Uh, You don't need the debt of college Mm -hmm. and make sure you know why you're going and you can have jobs that don't require a four-year degree. You know, I'm a Harvard Pathways to Prosperity graduate who learned the Germany apprenticeship model. I'm Sarah Fenske. The 2021 State of the St. Louis Workforce Report contains some startling statistics. 43% of available jobs in the region are quote-unquote skilled labor. But that doesn't mean you need college or even extensive training to do them. Many require less than a year of training, and starting salaries average $60,000. Not bad at all. STL Works was designed to connect St. Louisans with the skills they need to land jobs like that. And one of those St. Louisans is Marcus Keyes. Marcus graduated from Jennings High School last May. He became interested in coding when he was a sophomore. He even built an app. I made an app about bullying that could pretty much call the bullying hotline. And uh, you could also speak to other people who also use that app and they're also facing bullying. And so you can kind of like have a community to, you know, I guess just talk about how you're feeling and try to get through it. A former teacher recommended STL Works to Marcus. He entered one of the initiative's programs called Access Point and earned training through St. Louis Community College. Once I heard that, hey, uh, you're going to go through Access Point, you're going to go through training for a couple months, and then you're going to go into an apprenticeship. And then the following year, or well, next year, I was going to have a full-time job, and so I'm like, yes, this is a great opportunity for me to have a career starting off that I can use to do whatever I want in the technical field. That is Marcus Keyes. Now, Darty Business Solutions offered Marcus a job after his apprenticeship. Marcus actually started earlier this week as an associate software engineer, earning $50,000 a year. That is a success story. And joining us now with the backstory is Art McCoy. He is the leader of STL Works, and he was the superintendent of the Jennings School District from 2016 to 2021, also from the Ferguson Florissant uh, School District from 2010 to 2014. So, Art, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. And we're also joined today by Lee Metcalf. He's the vice president at Darty Business Solutions. Lee, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. Delighted to be here. So, Lee, before we talk about the big picture, let's talk about Marcus. Since your company hired him, what did he have that made you want to hire him on full-time? First, a tremendous attitude. This young man is just energized to be able to do things, build things, make a difference. And so that that energy came through right from the first day we, we met him. But, but then he needed, he needed some help. And engaging with him, he was earnest and, and outgoing and open and interested. And so we laid out a game plan. He embraced it, and he worked hard to move his skill set up. And every day we felt better and better about, about him and are delighted to have him as one of our teammates full-time now. 
So, Art, Marcus comes out of the Jennings schools where you were. Mm-hmm. Um, are there many kids like that there, like Marcus? They might not necessarily have the skills to start these jobs right away, but they're so close to being such a great candidate. All of our students have great potential. We guaranteed a paid internship before each of them graduated, and that's why we had multiple years of 100% career and college placement and graduation because we believe that uh, talent is inherent and the ability is inherent if you have the opportunities, but the access to the opportunities is not inherent and it's not distributed equally. So uh, that's why I was so thankful to Ron Darty and Darty Business Solutions and Lee for giving that access to empower the lives of youth. So when students like Marcus and others heard, hey, I can be making fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 in a short period of time, they said, why wouldn't I want to do it? And it changed their whole family's lives. They, many of them broke down crying and like, oh, you've created a new life pathway for me because they prepared themselves and they were dedicated towards going across the finish line. So Jennings has paid internship opportunities for every student. I imagine there are mm-hmm. so many schools across the St. Louis area where that is not the case. Yeah. Is that where STL Works comes in? That's exactly right. We were the first to do it uh, in 2016 to guarantee every kid that kind of access to a paid internship, a mentor, a business organization, and uh, and really a pathway uh, with industry-recognized credentials. And so since then, we've had other districts to follow that lead, like University City being the next one, and then Ferguson Florissant, and now recently even the city of St. Louis with their newest Learn and Earn program that they announced just this year where at least half of their seniors, 600, would do a paid internship or learn and earn at the same time. That is the goal, and that has been the work for the past four years of Mm. the RBC, to get businesses to say we want the people that are not inside our organizations. The data shows only 7% of 14- to 21-year-olds are in St. Louis area workplaces as employees. And so we need that workforce, whereas a quarter of them of the workers are 55 or older, but 7% for 14- to 21. So the key is to create career pathways, and that's what STL Works does. We partner with school districts to create career pathways with amazing organizations like Darty Business Solutions, Worldwide Technology, and more. So this uh, this was officially launched in 2019. Yes. Um, and so it kind of drew on some of the things you'd learned in Jennings with these paid internships, took it much broader. Um, what was the idea there with having this sort of organized effort that goes across these districts? Great question. So STL Works was organized in 2019 in August, and ultimately it definitely was kind of incubated first in, in my district. And I summarized the, the work in an acronym of STARS. Uh, of course, we're supporting uh, livable wage jobs uh, so that students and society uh, and, our, and our citizens can have living wage jobs. The T is for transforming education so that from elementary school and even preschool through 14th grade, students are seeing professionals, having them come and mentor them, tell them about their life's journey, what career opportunities, scholarship opportunities, and training opportunities there are. So that's that's how we transform education by exposing our kids, making them aware, and giving them experience all throughout from elementary through high school. And then again, access to the workplace through job shadowing, through uh, internships, micro-apprenticeships, for instance, Marcus created an app by working directly with worldwide technology people mm-hmm. who taught him some of those ins and outs, gave the equipment, gave the laptops, gave them even a server to begin to hack in and out of. So that's that power of access to an organization. And then the R is for redesigning recruitment. 
Many businesses need diversity and they need more workers. So instead of waiting till people graduate, why not find them while they're in middle school and high school and then walk with them for three to four years, teach them and expose them to the culture of their corporate climate, and then ultimately help them see success. That's the last S, showcasing success in stars. And Marcus is one of our stars. And so that is the framework of STL Works. We have speakers bureaus. We have speakers who go to the schools. We have teacher externships. Teachers go to the corporate sites. We also have students going to do micro enterprises at sites and then we have apprenticeships where they're working after they get some training and the work is a form of training and then it leads to full-time jobs so in multiple sectors healthcare technology advanced manufacturing the trades as well as uh, public safety so we were so pleased to have great partners uh, to make this possible so Lee what's the appeal for a business like yours in terms of putting the energy in and the resources in to be a part of this program Well, it's a combination of things, Sarah. The key is we have a growing demand, and we have an energy in St. Louis and a capability we need to tap. How do we bring more of our young people in our own backyard up into this explosion of jobs, particularly in the information technology area? And and what's really interesting is that so many of those jobs, as you alluded to in the report, are entry-level They don't take or require a lot of skill, but they need to be focused. They need to have what Art calls power skills. The technical skills get them the job, but concurrent with that, particularly with young people, they need to have those insights around how to operate inside a corporation or a company. Those power skills help them keep the job. So the reality is we have a huge need, but we have a huge opportunity. And so Ron, actually several years ago, was talking with the CIOs, many of which are his clients, but peers, in in engaging in the talent pool that we're all in competition. And they were lamenting the fact that they're stealing talent from each other. (laughs) Why aren't we spending more time growing it here so we have more? And, And by the way, we're very interested in making sure that we have the full power of diverse workforce not just for diversity's sake, but the power of that. And it is powerful. How do we build that at the same time? So that generated some really specific conversation with across the CIO community, but also reaching down to uh, what I call out-of-the-box educators like Art, who we were saying, what do we got to do better? What do we got to do differently to engage? Because wonderful organizations in St. Louis are out there like LaunchCode, and Empower and Claim Academy, but we need more. Mm-hmm. And the counsel back to those CIOs was, you got to get to them younger. You've got to engage with them and help them understand, not only have good training in the high school level and, and earlier, but how do you inspire them to think about IT as a career? It's an amazing, fun-filled, really interesting range of jobs. It's not just sitting in front of a computer. And Doherty has great examples of where we've sent IT consultants off on cruise ships because we built smart smart ships for for various cruise lines, our beer companies, both at Anheuser-Busch and and others, and and gone off to engage in some really fascinating things. The point about diversity is everything around us has got technology. Hmm. We need everybody's input to make the best out of that, to frame it for all of us. And so our energies need to be turned to helping inspire those young folks. And that's where we came up since 
Art loves acronyms. <laughs> you guys and your acronyms today. <laughs> well, I did 34 years in the Navy, so it's just in my blood. Now. I turned everything into an acronym. But I'll call it JSIS. He ended with the word jobs. I'm going to begin with the word jobs. Start with identifying the entry-level jobs. The S, build the right skills based on those jobs. This is not a someday maybe, go get some skills and there'll be a job out there for you. The CIOs that are part of Access Point are identifying, pre-identifying exactly where these young folks will go, the, the tech stacks they need, the skill sets that are required, the power skills and, and soft skills they'll need along with that. So we've got a pretty prescriptive engagement, but then think inclusive. What do we need to do? There's the I in my JSIS. How do we bring more diversity, more people into this from, our, from the youth, both young women and youth of color, who, who are not well represented in the IT community in general? Mm-hmm. And then in with the fact that they need support. This isn't going to, if it was easy, <laughs> we would have figured this out already. But there's a support, which we've called hypercare, that needs to be part of this, that moves them through and over hurdles that many of them are going to have um, as they apply the skill sets, the academics that they've had through grade school and high school, but how to turn that very appropriately and powerfully to actually doing good work for a corporation. And there's ROI in this for that corporation. Not only are they filling jobs they need, but also increasing their diversity. And quite frankly, these young people need the job and the financial stability first. Many of them stare two or four years of school, more school in the face, and it's daunting. That's right. We can get there faster by getting those skills aligned with those jobs, helping them in the right way, and now we've got an engine that can keep up with the demand. We need to take a quick break, but we'll be back shortly to continue this conversation. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. Welcome back. We're talking today about STL Works. That's an initiative of the Regional Business Council. Um, it helps recruit kids and train them for skilled labor jobs that don't require a college degree. We're joined today by Art McCoy. He's the former superintendent for both the Ferguson Florissant School District as well as the Jennings School District, and now he's the leader of STL Works. We're also joined by Lee Metcalf, vice president at Doherty Business Solutions. Um, Art, so STL Works um, helped choose the first 30 students for its pilot program this last winter. That kicked off in April. How did that go with that first class? So let me be clear. 30 students were within the tech component uh, that was just described well by Lee Metcalf with Access Point, which is a STL Works program. Um, secondly, we had at least four other sectors in which RBC partners did the same. So well more than 30. That's exactly right. We have about 300 kids that are currently in programs as we speak. So House Construction with Kyle Lopez uh, had about 20 individuals that he met with to go into the career uh, pathway of the trades. Uh, we had, of course, Worldwide Technology, which took about five 
staff or so interns that were high school level as well as many at the college level that helped partner with Empower. Uh, we have others like McDonald's with Jimmy Williams, which is an RBC partner and going into culinary science, knowing that culinary science is huge in St. Louis and, and it's a story that's going to be big that I want to hear. Uh, we had students getting Pro Start certifications in about 120 hired in the culinary area thanks mm-hmm. to the work uh, in culinary science. So so the five main sectors, and those are all RBC partners, the five main sectors are, again, technology, trades, uh, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and we have uh, uh, public safety. So we also had 50 uh, public safety students doing e- EMT training. Uh, so, you know, things like uh, your certificate in first uh, responding and CPR certificates as a result, but also police uh, cadets. Mm-hmm. So we have a pre-cadet program that we support. And of course, we're big supporters of St. Louis County Police and St. Louis City Police Department with the cadet program. But we have pre-cadets, meaning high school students that learn about the field and get mentored and do some of those activities that they would do as a graduate, an 18-year-old cadet, uh, until they become 21 to become a police officer. So, so again, over 300 youth currently in programs uh, and technology being one, public safety being another, healthcare being another, uh, BJC, one of our strong partners in SSM with the BJC scholars and having all sorts of guest speakers come and so forth. And that's a huge one for more nurses, CNA licenses and beyond, which there are like 3,100 jobs just at BJC alone wow. that's posted on Indeed right a now. A lot of jobs just looking for the right person. That's exactly right. So we are just making sure that we redesign this whole effort of educating people for careers with a livable wage so that we can have inclusive prosperity. You know, there are talkers and there are doers. We're the ones right now that are on the ground doing it with school districts and with corporations matching them. Uh, Lee said something pretty important, and, and he pretty much gave some of the secret sauce towards backwards designing how we make the training. So let me just describe it simply like this. In the five industries that we have, they all work the same way. The old model was you post a position mm-hmm. and you pray for the right applicant and then you interview. That day is dead and done. Now we are meeting the people, going to where they are. So businesses are going to community centers, to churches, and, and to ultimately schools, meeting the youth, and then choosing to recruit and to engage so that you can match them with the right person as a mentor. And then lastly, we're going to make that pathway clear and obvious and make the commitment to give them the money for training and the job after the training. And so that's the new method. It's no more post and pray. We meet, we make the commitment, and we make it happen. We ultimately match the people and then make it happen so they can get across the finish line. And Marcus is a perfect example of that. So Art, I find myself wondering about the parent side of this. I mean, it's obviously a game changer to see your kid launch successfully and making this kind of money. But at the same time, a lot of us parents have in our head, I want my kid to go to college. I want him to go to a four-year school. Is that something where you also have to have pretty deep conversations with the parents. Yeah, yeah. You do have to have conversations with them until that child brings home a a check making $20 or $25 an hour as a junior in high school or senior. That tends to get their attention. That got all of their attentions in the district that I oversaw with over 3,000 students. I mean, the parent was like, this is more money than I make. Uh, okay, do keep doing what you're doing, son, and, and, and keep doing what you're doing, businesses, and thank you, and their, their charity and love for the businesses is just incredible, and they often want to work for the business or see opportunities for themselves, and so the, that issue is more when we're in the districts that are more suburban, mm-hmm. uh, so more so the Parkways, the Rockwoods, which we do have partnerships. With, STL Works is the only organization that has partnerships with over 13 school districts in the 
there, ranging from Rockwood to the city of St. Louis. And so, you know, these populations vary somewhat. Middle class individuals look at education as a means towards college. And so we are educating that parent population that you don't need the debt of college mm-hmm. and make sure you know why you're going and you can have jobs that don't require a four-year degree. So it could be a training from a college that we pay for as opposed to a four-year degree that you pay for. And so that is more of a middle class conversation. Uh, individuals in other socioeconomics, higher SES, they're already creating the businesses. They're already working for the parents' business and they, they want to be leaders. So they're entrepreneurs and we're helping to mentor them and match them with CEOs to become better entrepreneurs. And then, of course, lower socioeconomic, we're trying to make a way out of nowhere for them to change the trajectory of not only their lives, but their whole family's lives. As you heard with Marcus, mm-hmm. $50,000 a year is more money than he imagined and even his parents imagined. And so he's able to help at least another good 10 others because of the access and opportunity that he has now. Mm-hmm. Lee, I'm interested a, a bit in the mentoring side of this. I mean, so you have these kids recruited, this aspect that uh, Art was talking about there, and then you get them on site. Is there a point where this can sometimes seem overwhelming or they are just kind of like, you know, deer in the headlights, as we all have felt on the first couple days of a new job? Well, it can be over- overwhelming in two directions, not only for the young person, but also for the corporation. Hmm. They're, they're doing some great things, and part of this is just lining up their uh, perspective you know, from a corporate culture point of view. How do you, how do you embrace and bring them in? Um, in the apprenticeship, they're actually still selling their corporation to, to the apprentice, and the apprentice is getting to know them. Um, how do we do that even better than the many wonderful onboarding programs they've had? Um, and so they're... It's if, like I said before, if it was easy, we would have done this already. Mm-hmm. There is some heavy lifting in this. The the young folks are young. They need maturation. They need guidance. They need mentors. Ron Doherty has turned uh, many of, of the folks in his organization into qualified, formal, credited mentors. We assign two of them to every one of them in the pilot. And as we go to scale this in January to more than a hundred students from seventeen school districts. Um, the, the engagement strategy clearly has to include good mentoring and, and, and building trust. There are hurdles that each of these young folks have, particularly the ones who are, who are having, making a way where they didn't see there was a, opportunities for them before, mm-hmm. and maybe nobody in their family has seen opportunities like this. Their encouragement on the home front sometimes is is pretty thin. And, and How do you if, help if, them if, through that? If I can cut in here too, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking about there's a, a whole set of issues that comes with younger kids. But you're not just dealing with younger kids here. Oh. You're also interested if people are wanting right. to make a shift. And you were trying to sell me a bit on mm-hmm. the break. That's I'm right. changing careers and that's doing a, this myself. That's but. exactly. Right. I was like, come yeah. on over. There's still time. So we're going from from 15. We're going from 15 to 65, and even above, because we want to hit everybody. That's why we're in community centers. Mm-hmm. That's why we're working with uh, Wrong for Women. We literally, as as RBC has partnered with this construction corporations to provide that pathway for women to get into construction mm. and to become foremen, foreign women, uh, journey women, and, and more. Uh, and so we, we need to make sure we provide access. That's the only way to make St. Louis better, to truly provide equity. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that RBC members have been working on this for four to five years. Centene was one of the first to sign on to a CEO's action for inclusive prosperity and for equity and for diversity. Then Commerce Bank signed on 
for this national initiative. And these are RBC members that are leaders saying we dedicate our entire organization towards doing the work that is internal so that once we hire this group of people, they don't feel like imposters. Mm -hmm. They don't feel out of plate, out of pocket, out of place and out of the culture. And so, you know, on one end with those who are getting the jobs, we are teaching what I coined as power skills, which is the skill to have the power to survive the job, to stay in the job and to get a promotion, to learn how to you know, show up early as to show up on time, to speak clearly, to look people in the eyes because it shows confidence. Don't look up in the air because it shows like you're, that you're lying, to, uh, to dress appropriately and so forth. These are you know, how, to, how to regulate your anger, how to know how to act when you don't see anyone else like you, going out to lunch because that's where business deals occur, learning how to play golf because that's where the, uh, the, the language of business occurs, learning Robert's rules of orders. These are all skills that people who are in the lower socioeconomic have no, no, no normal in activity and involvement with over there in their homes and in their normal places of, of, of existing. But uh, in a middle class and upper class, it's soft to them mm -hmm. because it's what their parents do and what their environment is, but it's powerful. And it's that's why we're teaching it as power for those who are getting jobs. But we're also adjusting those with power so that they understand that diversity, inclusion, and equity is good for business and it's good for the region, uh, helping to include everybody. All right, we have time for just one more question here. This is something that came in from a caller, and I don't have time to no, take this great. call. But mm -hmm. um, the caller was talking about how the St. Louis Job Corps Center has yeah. been a really great, free, helpful option. How is this different than that? Great question. I partnered with them in many ways, and they're even one of the STL works partners. The difference is they focused on getting a GED and having individuals who either stopped out or dropped out from high school in most places and then helped them get a job with the GED and a training. So the difference here is that model is not just good for those who stopped out of high school. This is transforming what the pathways towards prosperity looks like. You know, I'm a Harvard Pathways to Prosperity graduate who learned the Germany apprenticeship model. Mm -hmm. That in Germany, ultimately, this is how education occurs from about what we call uh, high elementary school, middle school, onward to the degree. They help and get people in the trades over there. That's exactly right. So the difference of what STL Works is doing is that we're authentic to the Germany apprenticeship model, where we're redesigning the education systems, both at the high level, the middle school level, uh, I'm sorry, the junior high, uh, junior college level, and then of course the K through 12 level, so that they ultimately align towards business needs, so that they make education a critical part of career access. So it's for everybody. Well, Art McCoy, um, you've certainly done a great job of selling this program today. I'm ready to go sign up. <laughs> um, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And Lee Metcalf, Vice President at Darity Business Solutions, thank you for joining us. Delighted to be a part of it. This episode was produced by Alex Hoyer, with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr and production assistance from Jane Mather Glass. It was mixed and edited by Aaron. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.